Hi, I'm Robert Osborne. We're in the midst of this month's visit with our TCM guest programmer, Gilbert Gottfried. He's a comedian with one of the most recognizable voices in show business. Welcome again, Gilbert. Yes, and, and tonight I'll be presenting Ernie Goes to Camp 3. A great yes. movie, a great movie. <laughs> so glad you picked it, yes. <laughs> This is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions with my co-host Frank Santo Padre. Once again, we're recording at Nutmeg with our engineer Frank Verderosa. Colossal Obsessions. And that beginning, that was I I was honored to be called to be a guest programmer on TCM. Uh, yeah, TCM, TCM, TCM Turner Classic yes. Movies, yeah. And um and and to be sitting across, you know, two easy chairs facing each other and me and Robert Osborne discussing movies and they they asked me to pick four movies. I picked the original of Mice and Men with Cheney Jr. Mm-hmm. and Burgess Meredith and uh Coppola's The Conversation with Gene Hackman. Uh Todd Browning's Freaks, mm-hmm. and uh, a film I always liked, Burt Lancaster and the Swimmer. Yeah, so that was an eclectic batch yes. that you picked. And once again, I didn't pick a comedy in all of them. And I I remember I, I was wor- sitting there across from Robert Osborne. We're talking back and forth. And when they finally got to the end and said, okay, well, that's a, that's a wrap, I remember... I had so much fun talking to him. You didn't about want to it. go. Yeah, yeah, I thought, oh, oh, why, why did why did it end that quick? How did they know? I mean, I never asked you this. We had Robert on the show too, of course, which we'll talk about. But how how did they they just contacted you out of the blue? They knew you were a movie buff, or I think we. Oh God, I forget her name. There was some woman who may have worked for TCM. Mm-hmm. Who who uh, informed them that I was like you know total movie buff? Right, right. And they called. Yeah. What an honor. Yeah, they called, and it was just such a treat to yeah. be there talking movies with Robert Osborne. Yeah, I watched the clips today. I knew we were going to do a little tribute episode here to uh, to Robert, and and w- watching the clips, and you're trying to crack him up. He's <laughs> he's just you know he's kind of in character as it were and yeah. you're 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 talking about you're saying you're going to tell me about movies I was in uh, Saved by the Bell the <laughs> yes. bar mitzvah years yeah and he's just he's riding along with you what a what a thrill it must have been to be to be sitting in that chair that 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 place of honor picking those films oh it was great it was these two giant cushion chairs that you, he sat in with his guests and I I remember feeling like. Oh, this this isn't a job. This I would I would go here and meet with him and sit in these chairs every day and right. talk old movies. As long as he paid for lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I demand. They let you raid the TCM fridge? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Four and- were pretty I, terrific movies you picked too. Yeah, yeah. And I even got a a uh, Robert Osborne bobblehead doll. Did you? Yeah. He gave you a which, Robert Osborne yeah, bobblehead doll, which I doll. think my kid smashed oh, or something. No. But it's 
Maybe there's another one sitting around somewhere. <laughs> An interesting man, you know, because we had him on the show when we uh, early on in the game for us, probably, uh, I think it was our first year. And, and he was one of those dream guests. He was. We were so was, lucky. Yeah, you just click on the mic and you feel like going, well, we're going to go out and have some dinner. Uh, you can close up after you through talking. He was, and you know, and when I say he, you, he was a little bit intimidating, I mean that in a positive way. Oh, yes. I mean, he was so bright and so uh, 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 dignified. And, and I, you know, I, I didn't. I, I thought maybe he was going to be a little bit dry. He was fun. Oh, he was yeah. lively. He was very approachable. We met him at the at the um, at the uh, Society of Illustrators. And I, what I remember about that, it was a boiling hot day. That's right. And he showed up, and he was just wearing like a shirt and slacks, very casual. And I thought, wait a minute, I I thought he took a shower in a suit and tie. Right. It's like, just the casual Robert Osborne yeah. showed up, and we sat in the museum in the back room there at the uh, in the gallery at the at the uh, Society of Illustrators, and we just riffed. I don't think I prepared very much for that episode. Oh. I wrote down a bunch of movies I wanted to ask him about, and and he had knowledge and almost instant recall of all of them. Yeah, and and sometimes a movie would just pop into our heads, and we'd say that to him, and he'd know everything. Specifically, about it. there was a, a Fred McMurray comedy called "Murder," he says, which I always liked. I don't know if our listeners are familiar with the film. It's a, it's an oddball little film, and I mentioned it. I, I I hadn't seen it in years and years, and he knew everything about it. Oh, he just he knew when they ran it. He knew the director. He had an anecdote about it. I remember when he was on TCM for all those years, even more fun than watching the actual movie was just listening to him talk about how the movie got to be made, yeah. what was happening behind the scenes. Yeah. You watch a lot of that on the road when you're in a, when you're in a hotel room, when you plug in, uh, when you got nothing to do and you're waiting for a gig, will you turn on TCM? Uh, no, I don't know how to operate anything. <laughs> I don't know. I don't what know how to, in the room. I don't know how to make a call. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that you watched a, a lot of uh, cable yeah, yeah. while you're sitting in well, a. Oh well, I mean, I, uh, cable. That's for like these really bad softcore porn. Oh, I see. Do you when yeah. you check into the hotel or when you're when you're uh, on the road? Do you ask the bellman to show you how to work the television so you can watch TCM? <laughs> yes. <laughs> No, I that didn't touch of know. Mink? I didn't know you could actually ask for. Okay, well, I've changed your life. Oh, for geez. the better. Yeah, you can ask them to t- come into the room, and uh, you might have to tip the guy. So oh. maybe this isn't going to happen oh, okay. after all. Okay, so then I'll just watch the porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robert Jolin, J O L I N. Robert Jolin Osborne was born in Colfax, Washington. Did you know that a small little town in the Pacific Northwest, twenty five hundred people. The small town that he came from. And we talked to him. He, he, had a, he had a fascinating story. Yeah, he said that he, I mean, he started, he, he became an actor with Desi Lou yeah. Productions. Yeah he, with, yeah, he was an actor in the, in the uh, right. He arrived in Hollywood in 57, actually. Doing a little research on him, I found that he was a movie ticket taker in his, in his, uh, in his small town, of course. Oh, yes. He worked and, in the movie theater. And I, he... He one time was changing the marquee and fell off the ladder and broke both arms. Correct. Yeah, movie-related injury. He moved to Hollywood in 57, and he was going from audition to audition, and he told us this story. He was broke. He didn't have money for food. He didn't have money for clothes. The actress Jane Darwell, 
who was Ma Jode. Oh, yes. In Grapes of Wrath. You know this actress? Yeah, yes. She, she took him in. She took him in. He lived in her guest house. He lived in a cottage in her yard. And then he found out about, I think, Lucille Ball. He did was- a show for Desi Lu. And the story has it that he went back, you know, this doesn't surprise me because he was such a mensch. He went back to thank the casting director. And, and, and they yeah. said, have and you then, met Lucy? Yeah. And and she asked, do you want to be part of this acting? First, group? apparently she invited him to dinner. Yes. She invited him to dinner at her house and Joseph Cotton and Janet Gaynor were at dinner. And can you imagine? And he's a young actor. Who doesn't know anybody? He's a movie buff. He's a green kid from this from the Pacific Northwest, and he goes to Lucy's house for dinner. And then the story that he told, if I have this right, is that as he was leaving, she said, "Well, have you signed your contract yet?" And he said, "What contract?" And she wanted him to be a, a Desi Lu contract yeah. player. Yeah. And and I I heard he was talking about like also that back then he loved movies. He knew a lot about movies. He liked writing about them, but he had no idea how a person could make a living with that as a job. He just knew that was his main love. Yeah, they said that Lucy was also impressed by his knowledge of of movies and his knowledge specifically of character actors and that she was the one that urged him to write yeah, and I, he wrote a book about the Oscars. Robert Osborne said on the podcast he said, uh, she watched my acting. And That's right. Just That's right. Writing. But he did some stuff. I mean, he did this thing, Westinghouse, Desilu Playhouse with Hugh O'Brien, who just who just passed away, too. Oh, yeah. Hugh O'Brien. Uh, the Desilu Review. I don't know what that was. He did a Western called The Californians, uh, not the Saturday Night Live sketch. Oh, and, of course, the Beverly Hills. He's in the pilot. Yeah. This deposit of $25 million. To the account of J.D. Clampett. J.D.? As in Rockefeller. <laughs> Elevates us to third position in capital assets and assures our bank... Come in. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt, Mr. Drysdale. It's all right, Taylor. Well, are we all set to give the Clampets a red carpet reception? Well, I'm afraid Mrs. Drysdale still isn't too happy, sir. Yes, I know. Oh, my wife is very upset that I got the estate next to ours for the Clampets. Says I don't even know what kind of people they are. Do you? <laughs> I know to the dollar what kind of people they are. They're my kind of people. Loaded. <laughs> Taylor, have the gardeners got the grounds in order? Uh, yes, sir. But I'm afraid that's another thing your wife is upset about. Oh? Well, you see, your gardeners have been working on their lawn all week. Why, they've mowed it, trimmed it, fed it, clipped it. I don't care if they lather it and shave it. (laughs) This is the most beautiful mansion in Beverly Hills. I want every square inch of ground within those walls in apple pie... Yes? Oh, hello, Margaret. No, dear, I'm very bit... What? Oh, good heavens, did you call the police? I'll be right there. What happened? The Clampett estate is being invaded by a band of outlaws. Invaded? Yes, they're holding the gardeners at gunpoint. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. And now back to the show. Now, I did not go back in doing the research for this. I didn't go back and listen to the episode we did with him. But I think he was offered a larger role 
after the pilot in the series, but he didn't think it was going to fly. Oh, (laughs) either that or he was embarrassed or something. And he, he, he focused, he wanted to focus on that point in his career of trying commercials, which he did for a while. But as the story goes, Lucy, uh, whether or not he's being self-deprecating that she asked him that she suggested writing because she'd seen his acting, <laughs> but she suggested that he write and he wrote a book about the Oscars and, uh, and that led to, he published a, a, a couple of books and that led to eventually to him becoming a columnist for the Hollywood reporter. He was the rambling reporter for the Hollywood oh, yes. reporter. And then he did some stuff for, uh, he reviewed movies for, for uh, CBS morning and also the movie channel. And at some point in this process, he became the official historian of the Academy or one of the official yeah. historians of the Academy. And then when when Turner launched in 1994, I guess it was the fact that he had done television. He had done reviewed films on CBS and on the movie channel that led them to think of him for that part. And I, I remember seeing him. I, I thought, who is this guy? Because I didn't remember him as an actor. Did you? Uh, when I'd seen him on TCM. Yeah, I didn't really remember him. And then I, when I started to watch clips of him, I thought, oh, okay, now it's starting to come together. Yeah, he was kind of of that kind of Dana Andrews or he yes. was more like a, I'm trying to think of a, you know, like a, like a champagne actor. Oh, yeah. Like kind of classy. Well-dressed, spoke very well. Yeah. But he, you know, he had a little bit of an acting career. As I said, he was in a play. Maybe he mentioned this to us, but this connects to you and of Mice and Men. He was in a play with Zero Mostel that was written by Patty Chayefsky. Oh. And it was directed by Burgess Meredith. Wow. So he must have known Burgess Meredith, and he yeah. didn't bring that up when uh, when you guys were talking about of Mice and Men. No. Which I found strange. Um, but uh, he knew his stuff. He knew his onions. He was. As they say. It's like I said, I, I even more than the movies, I liked watching those segments with Robert Osborne. And when he came in, it was like that. Here's a guy who knew everything and more about movies, but he didn't have a snooty attitude about it. Not you know, at it was all. just very pleasant. Not at all. He it was just he talked about something he loved. He was like your friend. I mean, oh, he just yes. asked me about myself, and he asked me about the writing I was doing, and he was, and I, you know, like I said, that 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 expectation of intimidation, like this guy knows everything, he knows everyone, went out the window immediately. Yeah, he because he knew everything, he didn't have to pretend he knew everything. I like this line too. This was a tribute uh, line. This was in the L.A. Times. They called him everyone's favorite movie date. Oh yeah, which I which I thought was sweet. Um, he couldn't have been nicer to us. Um, Ileana had a nice tribute too. She wrote, uh, she tweeted a, a picture of him, uh, of the two of them together in a, a black and white photo. And she wrote Robert Osborne in black and white, just like the movies he loved so much. So, and, uh, the Chicago Tribune called him a Hollywood classic of his own and, uh, a last link to the golden age of Hollywood. He was one of the last links, I think, oh, yeah. to that. Cause he, he started to uh, get to know all of these actors from the old films, from yeah. old glamorous Hollywood. Oh, he was, fr- and then he did those tours. He did the he did the cruises. Oh, yes, and he did the film festivals. As a matter of fact, I missed it, and I'm going to watch it because I recorded it. But I think TCM did a did a two day tribute to him, and they showed him interviewing Ernie Borgnine and and some of these uh, Olivia De Havilland and some of the other people that that he knew. I was watching Ernie Borgnine the other night in. Um, 
uh, one of his last films in red with Bruce oh, yeah. Willis and John Malkovich. Oh, yes. And I thought, wow, had we been lucky enough to get oh, Ernest Borgnine. Oh, my God, yeah. What a, a, you know, now I just think of the people. I mean, I'm grateful for all the wonderful people we've I, had, like Robert. But Well, before we were talking on a previous episode of, and you brought up Murder on the Orange yeah. Express, yeah. and Martin Balsam was in, I thought, God, Martin Balsam would have been the ideal guest. I just do, I, this is what I do. My wife says, this is all you do now. You sit around and you <laughs> lament yeah. which guests you weren't actually able to get on the show. Martin Balsam, who was flown cross-country by Hitchcock, if you remember our Tippy Hedren episode, yeah. to do a screen test with her. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but back to Robert. Now, this is a little bit surreal. The day he passed away, I was in Florida, and my wife was with me. I'd gone down for some business with ABC, and my wife said, uh, you have, you of all people have to go to uh, uh, to Hollywood Studios, uh, the, the, the theme park, because they have the four theme parks down oh, there. yeah. And she said, there's something called the Great Movie Ride. Have you done this? Oh, yes, yes. And you walk in and you're waiting in the little waiting area. You're in like a little train car. Yes. And yes. who comes out on the screen to introduce the ride? Robert Osborne. Yes. And it was the day he passed. Oh. And I was looking up at him on the screen and I was saying, I wonder how Robert's doing. And I wonder if we should reach out to him again. And the, the very next day, um, it was announced that he had passed. So it was a little strange that I was there watching him. I'm so uh, grateful that yeah. we got to talk to him. Robert Osborne would have been one of those guests where we could have stopped getting any other guest and just had him back, and he'd never run out of stuff to talk about. It was great. It was great. And and reading these tributes and reading about how many people learned about film from watching him. Um, I You know, it, when I think of the the... the the great things that come from doing this show, getting a chance to meet him and spend the day oh, with him. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm, I'm so grateful for it. So, uh, so we wanted to pay, uh, we wanted to pay tribute to Robert and, uh, and, and I mean, when, when he asked me to be on that show with him on TCM, I, I, that was just, I, it was not work at all. Yeah. One of the highlights of your career? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was just plain fun. Did he have the facts, too, at his fingertips when you brought up this this or that oh, from Freaks? He, and- oh, yeah. He knew everything. And it was one, you know, I have so many jobs that I work on where the minute they say, oh, that's a wrap. We're, we're done. I'm like considering climbing down the side of the building so I don't have to wait for the elevator right. to get out. <laughs> You've done. You, you've been that after a few. You've done. Oh, been oh, that way after a few of these. Every single one of them. <laughs> and <laughs> that will endear you to our uh, our guests and our bookers. And and but boy, they're working with Osborne uh, on his show. I was like, that was just I. I didn't think of it as work at all. Yeah. Well, it was so early, too, in our in our process here with the podcast that, you know, we were still ironing out the kinks. We hadn't met Frank. We hadn't we, we weren't at Nutmeg yet. We really didn't have a lot of polish on the show. Frank adds all this wonderful production to the show and the clips. Even of, though he lost three even episodes. Though. 
that we he'll never he'll never live that down, even though it was someone else. Um, you know, we well, like I said, we, when we spoke to Robert, we 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 were vagabonds in those days. Oh, we were yeah. kind of doing them at your house. Oh we, my god! Anyone who would take us in, we went to Josh Groban's house. We went to Barbara Feldon's house. It was practically two cans and a string, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> but that one just that was one of those episodes where I thought this thing has real potential. You can sit down with a guy like this. He's plug and play. Oh yeah. You can t- and we like you said we could have done seven or eight episodes with him, and I regret that we actually didn't. Yeah. Uh, we sent him a nice bottle the next day because we were so we were so grateful to him because and- he was a raging alcoholic. Was, uh, <laughs> right. I hate to bring that up when we're honoring the man. He would laugh, I yeah. think, if, <laughs> if he were here. So thank you, Robert. Uh, it, it was an, an absolute joy. Uh, to meet you and to do that show, and I'm so glad that we have it for posterity. Yeah, the terrific Robert Osborne. People can listen to that episode and uh, and and find you and Robert on YouTube. Oh yes, sitting there w- going on and on about Burgess Meredith and, and Lon uh, Chaney Jr. and the swimmer. And I didn't know George C. Scott was supposed to be the swimmer. Ah, uh, yeah. And yeah. I learned that from watching the clips today. Yeah. They thought what Burt Lancaster would be uh Well, no, it, I I don't think he was supposed to be the swimmer, but a writer suggested he said uh maybe George C. Scott would have been a more fitting more, would have fit the character better. I see. But who would you rather look at in swim trunks? Burt Lancaster. Uh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so thank you Robert Osborne uh for everything. And this has been Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions. That if people are willing to take the time to come down, they should get something for that. Because these are people that also work for a living. That's part of their their DNA, uh, that they get paid for what they do. And I just think it's a, it's a courteous thing to do, no matter what. Yeah, because when I did it, I just felt like, you know, what we just did here feels like if the cameras weren't here, I'd be sitting talking to Robert Osborne about old movies. Yeah. And we could go on for hours. And that's why this was this was a pleasure. And you're one of those guests. Click on the mic and you have nothing to worry about. Well, it was fun. So thank you from uh, Turner Classic Movies, Robert Osborne. Thanks, Robert. Thanks for doing it. Thank you, Frank. You don't have to thank Frank. I never talked to him. (laughs) He doesn't thank me. Hooray for Hollywood. Hooray for Hollywood. That phony, super coney Hollywood. They come from Chillicothe and Paducahs with their bazookas to get their names up in lights. All armed with photos from local rotos With their hair in ribbons and legs in tights Hooray for Hollywood You may be homely in your neighborhood But if you think that you can be an actor See Mr. Factor He'd make a monkey look good Within a half an hour you'll